What's the, what's the difference between? Difference between? And this cheesecake, <laughs> this cheesecake is like a Hawaiian. I don't, I don't even eat cheesecake, bro. And this is good. fire. Wait, hold oh, hey, on. what's up, guys? This, uh, this is the difference is black and white. Uh, we, uh, we're a little occupied eating this cheesecake from uh, Franny's Signature Sweets. She's uh, a sponsor for this episode today, and this is fire. It's so good, Franny. Mm. You put yeah. your foot in this, or did you put your Franny in it? Not you smacking and shit though. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. It tastes like a lemon meringue dream. It's like a lemon meringue cheesecake. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, she's got like hundreds of different flavors. You guys gotta check her out. I'll uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm gonna post this on the description below. But yeah, check her out. She's got amazing flavors. She mixes all kind of alcoholic drinks and ice creams. She got like a honey ice cream. It's so good. I don't know what all this right. is. Mm. It, it's um light too. Yeah, it's super not, light. Yeah, it's so good. Heavy. All right. Well, today's episode is about being multiracial and biracial, and we have the perfect guest for today. Our first guest of the podcast, actually. We got Major DeVoe in the hot seat. Major, introduce yourself. So, what's up, you guys? My name is Major DeVoe, a.k.a. Major, a.k.a. Taste Light Nails, as he just mentioned. I do so many things that I'm probably going to forget half of them while so wears I'm a lot of hats it. and a lot of hairstyles, for sure. And a lot of hairstyles. Man. Life is crazy. I'm just picking the outfits <laughs> at this point. But um, yeah, so I do music. I'm a songwriter. Um, I also create content like this type of things. I'm a YouTube streamer. I'm also a nail technician and educator. <laughs> so just start off. Tell me about this Raiders hat. Raiders. Tell Sorry. me about your haters hat. I'm not a hater. You're being a hater. I I'm just asking Bro, why are you asking me questions about my hat right now? That's crazy. Because are you a true Raiders fan? That's what I really want. I will say that the reason why I like the Raiders is because I identify with that team because of the fact that they started in L.A., then they went to Oakland, and now they're in Vegas. I lived in L.A. for a lot of my life. I lived in Oakland for a lot of my life, and I lived in Vegas for a lot of my life. So if there's any team in the whole entire country that I feel comfortable representing, it's going to be the Raiders. It's also black and silver. So it also like goes with everything. in between. See, you know what I'm saying? Black and white. Exactly. It's Oreo. It's the Oreo team. So I, I have to ask you this question, and it's a question everybody who's multiracial or biracial gets is, so what's your background? What are you? Yeah, I do get that a lot, and I hate it. So I was lying for a long time, but I didn't know I was lying. Mm. I was telling everybody I was Spanish or Portuguese, but I found out that I'm regular old white. You know, technically not regular old white and I was black. I was like, what's regular? Because black is, is so many different things. Right, but you know and what? so is white, actually, too. There's white, so many different things. It, it is. When I say regular, I know I know that's kind of like a very, a very much loaded word, regular. My father's side, the lineage comes directly from England. And my mother's side, I have a mixture of Bahamian. So I was born in the Bahamas. My mom's dad's from the Bahamas. My mom's born in the Bahamas. My mom's mom is what you would call African-American hmm. termed. Um, she's from Africa or she's not from Africa. Our family actually descended from the West Indies and okay. yeah. So like Barbados and things like that, okay. um, on that side. But we also do have lineage of like slaves in our family and things like that. So yeah, we, it goes all the way back to like the Carolinas as a person growing up, you know, everybody in society likes to remind me that I'm mixed. And, um, my experience has been more so the black experience when it comes to like family outside in the world, yes, I mixed, you know, and I deal with those things. But in my family life, you know, I grew up in a black family. My sisters are all black. Everybody's black. There's like a couple of us that are mixed. But for the most part, I consider myself to be black. So you're saying your other sisters aren't mixed? You're the I have four sisters and one of them is mixed, the youngest one. Besides that, they're all. So how was that growing up being, you know, mixed being raised with um Do you ever siblings. feel like being the runt in the family? I though? did. I definitely have been called a mutt, you know, growing up, a runt. And it's funny because they usually use the terminology of a mutt as being like lesser than because they're not pure. Yeah. You know, and so those type of terms growing up I didn't like and they mm -hmm. kinda of hurt my feelings like, Oh, you're just a mutt. Right. It's like, oh well, so right from the get-go, you really can't identify with one or the other. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Ostracized. You were saying that um, you were lying to people 
well, not intentionally, but you were lying because you thought your background was something different? Spanish and Portuguese. Okay, so when did you find out that you wasn't Spanish and Portuguese, and how did that come about? Okay, I'll just throw this in real quick. I don't know if some people may not recognize me from my Steve Harvey appearance episode where I was looking for my white father. When I was 17, I had someone that reached out to me who was uh, supposed to be my father. And he reached out to me during the time when I was getting my American citizenship. So you have to get like a sponsor and the sponsor has to make a certain amount of money. And I utilized him thinking that he was my dad. So mm. when we got a DNA test, we found out that he wasn't the dad. Right. So that's how I really found out when I was getting my American citizenship. Um, I found out that he wasn't. So I thought I was Spanish and Portuguese. I told people that my whole life. This is all about like identifying with the culture. With mm -hmm. So does that make you feel like, because Portuguese is more European, right? Mm -hmm. So like, where do you feel that's your wider side then? Were you trying to... I thought, more. because I thought I was Spanish and Portuguese, yeah. I liked that. I wanted to go to Spain, yeah. and, like, I wanted to go to Portugal, right. and I wanted to learn these languages and learn about the cultures and stuff. But then I found out I wasn't that. So I'm English. So how did that affect your identity? Because I never really totally had that father in my life anyway, it really didn't affect my identity at all. Because even when he was reaching out, he never came to see me in person. Mm. It was all, like, Instagram, You weren't Facebook. really latched onto it. You, there was no opportunity to really grow no. up. I still it. think that's, you know, if you identified as something your whole life and then at 17, I think that would have some kind of effect on your identity, you know? Learning that I was no longer Spanish or Portuguese, it really did not affect me that much because I never got a chance to experience that culture. I was just experiencing it from my phone and finding out things about it from just technology. I was never... Now, if I was 17 and I grew up in a household full of that and then found mm. out I wasn't that, then I think it would affect me differently. But because I never really experienced it, it was like, oh, okay, that's crazy. That's like not knowing your dad and then he dies. It's like, oh, that's sad. You yeah, know? Right. But there's no, there's no you don't know him. So, you know, it's kind of like that. But that's if you grew up in that household, that's your identity, though. Like, whatever you're raised with is your identity. Even My if mom the is label black. is wrong. So I've always grew up as... I've always considered myself to be black. Yeah. I The other people that are around me don't view me that way. Right. And that's that's the big question is, like, where do you fit in with, with mixed race and biracial? Is there a place for you? There's no place for me. I feel like... I think that's bull crap. The, yeah, I think, there, I think there is a place <laughs> that you, you can fit in. And I think you have the advantage. There's advantages and disadvantages, right? You have Definitely the advantage, advantage to fit in anywhere you want, but you probably don't feel like you fit in perfectly as much as like maybe Brie or myself do. I think there's a thin line of what is fitting in for a mixed person. Because yep. you can fit into a group that's not categorized by your race, and I might fit in there perfectly. But if we're talking about racial groups, mm -hmm. I will never fully fit in. Just like if you go to a new school and you might meet a friend that you're really, really close with, but everybody in that whole city grew up together. They went to middle school together, high school together, elementary mm -hmm. together. They might not even be that close as you think they are, but when it comes down to it, if they're going to choose up, they're going to choose those people over right, you. They because they have experience with them. Exactly, because they have experience with them. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like that in that community, I feel like, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong. But for me, my experience is that sometimes I feel like when it comes down to it and they're going to choose up, I'm most likely not going to get chosen. You know what I'm saying? When it comes mm -hmm. down to like the nitty gritty of, I'm just being real because my own family members have said like, you're not black, you're not this... I hear that all the time. Even this year, I had a girl tell me to my face, you're not black. I'm like, my, my mom's darker than you. I came out of a black vagina just like you did. Yeah, but you're not black. Why? Because I'm lighter? Yeah. You, you white, right? You got a white daddy? Well, that's ignorant. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. But, I mean, to say, sure. but to say what is black, it's like, that's, there is really no answer for that question. Mm. That's like, that's well, like that's, a textbook answer that's right. I think that's what a lot of right. people are white people are, are curious is like well what where is like this range of you're considered black and then if you're outside of that you're not black right like that's because if, if you look at black but all you need is a drop of black to be considered black that's what's yeah, so crazy that's all you need yeah but you but nobody walks around and says oh you're white i've never heard anybody ever tell me that i've had white people tell me um you're black and they consider me as black and america mm -hmm. everybody in america consider me black black people look at me and say you're white not all black people, but I have experienced that saying, in my like, lifetime. To me, you seem black, you know, like you quote unquote act black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what does it mean to what does it right. mean to I, act I black? No, that's why I said quote unquote. Let's talk about that. What is acting types. black? That's what this whole show is about. 
So yeah, what is why I said? So let me explain what being black is, guys. Oh my god. The way you dress, I think, is um, urban fashioned. Um, you so don't... urban means black. If I walked around and I'm Fugu asking you, does urban, urban mean black? Yeah, it, I think people would say that I'm trying to act black. It, that's part of the black culture. Urban is part of the people black culture. People say a lot of shit, but it's it's not really facts. But opinion. Urban wear is black culture. Okay, so, so can you explain so you that a dress, little more? You dress urban. If I was to talk to you on the phone, I believe I will assume that you were a black woman. Do you think your outfit right now is urban? No, this is sports gear. Yeah. So it's universal. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that urban culture ex- has influenced sports gear? No, for sure, for sure. Designs? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, okay. So does it make it urban clothing? Do you have on urban clothes right now? Because hoodies and hats and things like that no, are considered. It's, it's sports are universal, but it right. does it definitely has an urban influence. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What's your experience like fitting into the black community? I mean, obviously, you're. I don't think there's any question. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem yeah. with uh, <laughs> <laughs> fitting in. You know, for sure. um, but even like fitting in with like a whiter community. You moved to Ohio. You moved into a very dense white neighborhood. Facts. Um, uh, and you stood out among those people, but but I held my own. Yeah, I was true to who I was, and you know, some people like it, some people don't. You right. know what I'm saying? I really didn't have any um, issues while I was out there. I ended up coaching a pretty much all white flag football team, and mm-hmm. all the parents on my team embraced me. But on the other team, I recently I just went to Ohio and they were like um, some of the parents will come up like because we was talking about how I yell at the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was really strict and yeah. um, tough love. Yeah. But my parents loved it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They appreciate it. But they were saying that other parents come like, are your kids OK? <laughs> <laughs> you need to call the cops. You know, like, you know, and like it was like, no, like we're good. <laughs> yeah. While I was out there, three of my players, they played varsity um, lacrosse. Mm-hmm. I went to go to the game and um, the parents introduced me to the head coach and he like thanked me because the parents was like, pretty much this is why the kids are like they are yeah. is because of Coach Bree. It was like, you sent me some really great kids. They all have mm-hmm. great work that they, they hustle right. and all of that. And so yeah. I, I was I was proud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, what I want to call you is normal because we got to define what normal is and then what's outside of normal, right? So I think you're a normal human being who gives tough love, like his discipline has all that going for you. You're a businessman. You have your shit together. Mm. There are people, and we're going to talk about this word because I, I don't think it's the right word, but I have to say it, that act ghetto and that act the black stereotype. And I know I, I have to put the word out there so that we can. Yeah. <laughs> she hates that word. So like, or, or ratchet or whatever word you want to choose. So there are people who act that way. And that's what the stereotypes are that all black people are ghetto or most Let's black call people them are classless. ghetto. It, and that's, not black and that's people. A, Let's just say people are being classless. Right, because there are trailer trash people. There are white yeah. people for sure who are classless and ghetto and what so the word obviously ghetto comes from it comes from, is it from jewish, the, the jewish, the jewish community yeah the jewish community right during yeah during the holocaust those times that comes from the jewish community that was usually classified as a jewish community a lower yeah. income jewish community lower and income poor that's what yeah. we now right can we get our phone real quick and look at the definition of ghetto why it'd be good yeah i would like to know what is what is the what is the dictionary's definition of ghetto so if we look up the urban dictionary, <laughs> okay. well, we, well, so there's what different is urban? beliefs of what things, what things actually but, mean. Because there's, there's the evolution of beliefs. words, too. So you have the That's urban true. dictionary, which is people's own ideas and beliefs of what they think words should be. Right. And then you have the Webster dictionary, which is like, this is the actual defined. Yeah. How, how no matter okay. what, it's nothing that's going to change. So let's see what So I just looked it up and yeah, I didn't put say? in urban dictionary or anything. Yeah, I just put ghetto. It. And it says... A part of a city, especially a slum area occupied by a minority group or groups. That's interesting that it... They it, changed it up over the years for sure. Well, but no, but it's interesting that. that they would say it's occupied by minorities. So if it's white community, or let's say a majority of white people, right? But we live in a poorer town. That's weird because they won't even say that white people can they be don't say, in yeah, the ghetto. They make it seem like only minorities can be ghetto. And that's my whole thing. It's that's like, what? interesting. Can a white person be ghetto? If yeah. they're not a minority, but when you say definition? that, does that mean that they're acting black? That's another good question. Because that to me, a lot of times to me, when somebody says, "Oh, you're acting ghetto," the immediate 
thinking is, oh, well, you're acting, you're trying to act black, you're trying to act because most people associate ghetto with black people, which is, and even in the definition, it says minority. So I don't know. That's that's but weird. I'm, well, we're bringing I light to I, the fact that 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 it should not be like that. It yeah. shouldn't be ghettos only terminized by minorities in yeah. a low area because you can be in a low area and still have class, and you could be right. in a in a high area and still be ghetto, and you could be black and be ghetto, you could be yellow and be ghetto, you can be you can be all these things and be classless. Yes, which is what we all agree. That's what we mean by the term ghetto is that they're lacking class. Right, they're class. lacking things that yeah. makes that that makes all of us in society comfortable and okay with. Their action. Right. They're lacking yeah. those things. So we call that normal. Acting That's what we normal call versus acting normal. ghetto. Yeah. Well, but I'm it like, does trigger people. You see, triggers, I'm like, ah, yeah. So it, tri- it triggers people, and I think it's it's a word that, and I, this is not a woke thing. Please don't say. But that we I'm woke, use it freely. I say we do. That shit I mean, is ghetto. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I it's do a, too. It's so a, we use it freely, but I is it not okay for him to say some shit is ghetto? Yes. It's not okay. Like I can't say for whatever reason that little invisible line of rules that we made for white people. No. But what's funny is it? You can't say it. I can't say so it. So can we say trailer was, trash? Yeah. Can you say trailer trash? As long as you're talking about some trailer trash. So then why can he say it? If you called a white person trailer trash and they felt like they weren't, they would find it just as offensive as if you said ghetto. Like it's not really a difference. But we're if, from if, what he was saying is the people that is actual ghetto. They're like they're ghetto. Like we can't deny that they're ghetto. But and there I has think to you be guys another know who, term like, for that that we use about. because of the fact that it's so connected to race. The race and trailer trash is connected to race too because only usually white people live in trailers and things like that. But that's something that they made to describe the white people because the word ghetto is not universal. If it was, there wouldn't be the term trailer trash. You okay. understand what I mean? Okay, so just call them classes. so basically we need to. You saying that we should? There should be a universal I, term that for everybody. Yeah, that doesn't have to be affiliated with one specific race. Can't you call? Can't you call trailer trash people ghetto? Yeah, you can. Okay, so why can't that be an okay word? Because when you're using ghetto, it's not it's ever nobody's. To be but a when black. people say the word ghetto, nobody's ever thinking about Jewish people. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Where does your mind go? The black people. Exactly. Sure. That's my point. It goes because that's okay. So that's what, that's what he so was identifying. But why that's why what he was identifying. Right. You know, he was identifying that you know there's normal black people and then there's the but what ghetto is normal black people? People, people who uh, that's are, not fucking ghetto. That's normal yeah, black but people. I'm, no, but I'm asking you directly, like specifically, what is a normal black person compared to a ghetto black person? What, to you, what be, most in, white in your eyes? I'm gonna ask you as a white person. Please be and honest. I'll give you your answer. What most white people would call a normal person is being whitewashed. And that's my point. And that's the and yeah, and that's well, but the problem. that's the problem is that. But it is normal. He's acting like a normal human being, a decent. Uh, I don't want to say law-abiding, but like you follow you know the laws that the white man put in place for you because black people did not make these laws. Let's talk about that. A, a normal black person. And that, you know, majority of the world will identify. Yeah. I'm going to say as a black man. Okay. So nine to five, clean cut. You know what I'm saying? Contributes um, to society. Co- like- yeah. Well-spoken. Not a bunch of baby mamas. That's your pers- perspective of what you think normal is today. For me, I know we're speaking in America, but I'm from the Bahamas. And culturally, for me, there are different things that are but normal. we're not talking about Bahamas. We're talking about what's normal in the United States or right. what somebody's okay, considered so, normal okay, so in the United finish. States. Okay, so let me finish. Most of you the normalities... Okay, I, I apologize. Thought. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay so, so nine to five, mm. clean cut, not a bunch of baby mamas, contributed to uh, society, well-spoken... I'm going to say, you know, married American dream. You know what I'm saying? I would consider that as a normal black man. And I'm, I may be missing some things. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, and that doesn't mean you have to check all those boxes yeah. to be that. But, like, that's that, those are some of the fundamental things. Yeah. And so when we say ghetto, it's a not non-working, a bunch of baby mamas, you know, can't speak properly without saying cuss words, you know. So somebody who's not drinking, drinking smoking, drinking, yeah. gang banging. So you're you saying know? somebody who's ghetto is somebody who doesn't conform to the normalities of what the American way, again, which is built, no offense, by white standard. So if they're not following the white standard, because even in the Bible, you go back, plenty of Father Abraham had many sons. People have been having thousands of baby mamas forever. That doesn't make them a bad person. However, if we go by the Western culture, 
then that makes them regular. If we go to work and work for the system and work for them and keep fueling their system, if we get our hair cut to look like they, not our natural hair, but to look like how Western culture is, what's accepted that makes everybody comfortable. If you have a job, if you have kids that you take care of, basically, if you're fueling the system, then you're normal. But this has nothing to do with hair. Well, we'll get into hair. I'm just saying, this is what I'm hearing. So if I'm wrong, I'm going to be quiet. 100% wrong. So explain that. To I me. think I think you're you're going conspiracy level, and we're just saying there are people who are. It's not a conspiracy are, that pe- white people built this country off of their beliefs, and we're not black sure. following those. So what I'm saying is, you're speaking you, about what normal is, and no. I'm saying normal to you yeah. is living by the standards of what we follow in this country. Yes or no? I don't think the white laws are that much different than what your black laws would be. That's what I'm saying. Well, like if you got, like I said, if you got rid of all the white people and you just followed your your laws, it would. I it would honestly not disagree be that with that. Different. I disagree with that because a lot of our our beliefs and standards of what we believe here is based off of of that. So to say that, well, yeah, you guys are probably, yeah, we might be a little bit the same because that's how we were raised. That's where we're trained by. That's what we're taught, and that's what our culture is already adapted. I think you would evolved to the same rules to. Yes, there are some. There are. But there's countries all over issues. the world who never evolved to the white, the white standards that have different rules and laws, and we just proved that. But you know, the world has basic fundamentals. Fundamentals. Right, though. we're talking you know about the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, like like the Bible. You know, don't steal, kill, don't do yeah. this, don't rape yeah. people, yeah. and yet it still happens. And there's and I yeah, watched so many yeah, documentaries all over the world. Happens, and if you but, take but, the but real nobody's Bible, enforcing it. If you take their people in the Bible, they weren't white. I'm sorry. Regardless, we don't yeah. follow the Bible standards here in America. Obviously. To, for the most part, we do. But anyway, so I, I think we're getting a little too far off. Not I think much, the, the yeah, point of this whole conversation is uh-huh. we're taking the stereotypes of what ignorant white people just look at the ghetto and they go, oh, that's black people. Oh, this nat- the natural haircuts. Like you, when you do your braids, stuff like that, for some reason they're intimidated by braids. They're intimidated yeah, by Yeah, braids like, are considered or, ghetto because it's a black style. So, so, so that's why I said yes. fresh cut. You know what I'm saying? That's what, mm-hmm. you know, we're expected to look like to make you know? somebody else comfortable and that's when i'm going back because mm. if i wear these braids and you feel like it's ghetto i'm gonna take them out before i come to you because i don't want to make you feel uncomfortable i don't want you to think i'm unprofessional and it shouldn't be like that okay right? but i i hear what you're saying but like i still believe that like i'm a, a normal guy i'm not ghetto but i still have my braids and stuff you know what i'm saying well that's the beautiful part about it is that yeah. we all get to believe whatever we want i do want to remove saying? your hair i don't think that's ghetto i think that's your hair like that's hair so it's I, not ghetto because he keeps it freshly done. If he was walking around with fuzzy ass braids, it would be ghetto. If he didn't have a cut, mm-hmm. clean cut, yeah, and his hair was all like not proper, because when that hairstyle grows out, yeah. it, it's gonna if look different. It's it, gonna yeah. look ghetto. Mm-hmm. So if he didn't take care of his hair, he would be considered ghetto. Like, but what I mean, are if you, you doing? Looked, if you look at a guy who grew his hair out nice and long and doesn't really that's take the thing if a white also, person doesn't get a haircut it's not considered ghetto you see white people with their hair long all the time a black mm-hmm. guy doesn't get a haircut is oh he's ghetto he's unpresentable he's unprofessional but, uh, but that white doesn't go the same way a white person that don't if, if your hair, hair looks like his hair it, right now you would look be, crazy it's still, but I'm saying still a white person that does it crazy. we still be like that shit look trashy or dirty I don't think Chris looks trashy because his hair just lays down but you're not. Because it, but it's I not like sticking it, up. Black people's hair grows out and it's like wild, you know? White people's hair grows yeah. out and it's like, it not just all. lays. Not all. Not all. Not all people, you're right. But just in general, I have a lot of white friends who's like, man, I just decided I didn't feel like cutting my hair anymore. And it'd be like seven years later, and his hair is all the well, way out. There's a difference that we do get to benefit from because it's a lot easier to take care of your hair. That's for sure. Yeah, but it's considered unprofessional. When we do that right. is my point. And that's that's and it's the considered tragedy. ghetto when we're all humans and we all have hair that grows out of our head. That's the tragedy with, with uh, there'll be a whole hair episode or we'll have a separate video for it because a lot of ignorant white people don't understand black hair and how difficult it is to Let work me see with. your cut. Bree. <laughs> Bree's cut? It's not, oh. It's empty. We're working on Sorry guys, Franny's is so good. We yeah, have to keep fine. interrupting. Make ourselves. sure you guys go find Franny's on Instagram. What's mm-hmm. her her Instagram is Franny's signature suite. I'm going to post it on Inspired by Diana Wiley. Shout out Diana Wiley. That was amazing. Mm. We're getting to this point of, of trying to not use the word ghetto. Right? Yeah. Trying to get away good. from it. But you're, we're still going to... People we're still are still going to use it. it. Right? It's like a lot of people don't want the N-word to be used, but it's still going to be there. Like We can't, we can't on, stop Monica. people from saying it. Monica? 
I'm not saying it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I learned my lesson. I don't know if you if you follow one of our reels. There was the the girl who was was a little baby song that she was. Oh, the, the white girl was rapping to some little baby song, little baby? word for word. Word for and word. Somebody, and then found somebody found her saying the n word on one of her posts because she hit some or poked a cat and it scratched her or something. And she said that, that little that little nigga scratched me. Yeah, or something. and it's like <laughs> I think it's just young ignorance. I think it's young ignorance that people don't understand. And even I talked to your son. Your son commented on that post. And I was just like, are you okay with your friends saying it who are not black? Like, they're getting to be okay with it. I'm like, you might be okay with it. But then somebody on the street hears them say that they're not going to be okay with it. So I, I've decided I'm never going to say it. Latino culture. Yeah. yeah they running away with the word. I was going to say, what, how come Latinos get away with it so much? Because we're because talking about mixed race here. It's like, they're, they're just straight Latino. they didn't oppress black people. Well, you know what's <laughs> is funny? There history? We got to look up the history. I was live streaming. I'm wondering if they actually did. Because more than white streaming. people did slaves. I was live streaming the other day, and I literally had this exact conversation on live stream two mm -hmm. days ago. I'm doing random battles, and I'm talking to somebody, and I said something, and I said nigga or something. And then the guy in the background who was hearing in the background was like, Well, you can't even say nigga to me. You ain't even black. You can't say nigga. And it was just like. Nigga, shut up. This, you is, know? this is the next and question. And it's like, yeah, and it was like, okay, well, like, how do I explain to them that I can say nigga? I'm just going to call you a nigga. Because there's, there's some. And it's not even me calling you that. I'm just talking. Yeah. yeah. And they were getting, like, really, like, you're, you're streaming with random people. There are random people coming yeah. up from all over the world. So sometimes you might get a cool person. Sometimes you might get a weirdo that literally just start cussing you out out of nowhere. <laughs> and it was one of those. And as they were cussing me out, I was like, you be and da da da. And I was like, I was like, y'all niggas is wilding. Right. I said something like that. I was like, what? You said but that's nigga. a great point. Like is there so many light skin, black father, white, whatever it is, but if they end up being super light skin, maybe not as light as me, but close. Can those people say it? Their father's black or their mom's black? See, it's risky. You know it's what I'm saying? It's risky because for them. So there's, I, I there's told things you, you um, can't get away with. We were at a club. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all remember Club Boogie back in the day, Anaheim. Oh, was that Club Boogie? <laughs> Fight broke out in a club. They um, cleared the whole club out. So it, I guess it was this um, dude. He got jumped by six black dudes. And then he um, he was like, I just got jumped by six niggas. And my boy heard him. And was like, what? Boop, boop. Fired on him. Again? Yeah. He just got jumped and, for and a guy. His, his girlfriend was like, what are you doing? He was like, what you say, nigga? You can't be saying nigga. And she was like, but he's black. <laughs> <laughs> but... He didn't look black at all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But, you know, so it's risky. Yeah. When you don't look black, can you right. say it? You but know? luckily, so, I sound black enough. Hopefully. I'll just, start, God, I'll just start talking like this. So we can say it. Too. Nah. I won't. So, whoa. <laughs> nah, bro. Whoa. Nah, bro. Whoa. So, hey, y'all enter in the comments if y'all think Christian. <laughs> Definitely going to be a no for me. But thank God. Somebody yeah. starts shooting because Distract, when my yeah. when my boy hit him, the police was right there and they handcuffed him, was uh, put their knee in his back and was cuffing him and stuff like that. Yeah, they somebody after that, so yeah. somebody starts shooting. Yeah, and they had to uncuff him and go because he was going to jail that night. Dang, he got <laughs> safe by the shot. Yeah, he was going to Did jail that a night. A for shot sure, would sure. save your life. You're right, exactly. So we have we have these labels that help us identify with. So we like, okay, I can belong to that group, or I, f I feel like I can easily identify with that group. Or we use it to label people, where it's like you can't say that word because you're not part of our club, our group, right? So I don't know. I guess it's good and bad because we feel like we have a sense of belonging, but it also it's not helping our society move together. Is it beneficial to have these labels, or is it really hurting us more than anything? I think that people need words to identify things. Yeah, we, we agree kinda, on the word as a society. Yeah. Like the word ghetto. Unfortunately. But yeah, I just don't like what it's turned into. I don't like that it means this and now we're using it for that. But that's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it, it, is, like, like, it is what it's like became, the, like the but it is not what like it is. Nigga, it is not what it was. Like nigga evolved. Right. It ain't and the that's same another thing. thing that is not what it is, but it is what it became. It has turned into a, it's evolved like a Pokemon. So it it is what it is. You Whatever. can take your kids. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying, nigga potato, evolved. Potato, potato, yeah, tomato, exactly. tomato. And it's becoming, like you said, more universal. More people are using it, like the Latino community. And I I think a lot of white people are like, well, why can't we do this? But I don't. Not saying we should or want to, but some people are like, it's not a. Do you want we're to? We're talking about equity. 
Do you feel excluded? Do I feel? Ex- be honest. Do you feel excluded? Can we be? Can we say some real stuff? And 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 if you edit it out because you feel like you don't like it, no, that's fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, but how do you feel about not being able to say the word? Does it bother you? It really doesn't bother me because it's not. I guess I just it may be so ingrained in there that I don't want to say it. It doesn't really bother. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I really don't. It's like when you guys are talking about it. It's like I can choose a different word. Like it's not. Uh, I mean, like homies there. Like I don't know. Like there's there's so many other words I could use. But you don't even use homies. Like. I don't even use homies. I mean, what do I, what would I say? I feel like if you I call me Monica. homie, I will feel... What do you say? Monica. <laughs> you need to say Santa Monica or something, man. Make it softer. <laughs> Shit. Just don't say vinegar. Vinegar. Uh, I'm trying to think. I just feel like, you know, like when somebody called me... Nigga, it's embraced. It doesn't bother me when, um, like, my boys or people say, you know, what's up, my nigga, or however. Like, I embrace your black that. Boys. Your boys. Your sons or your friend boys? Fr- friends. Okay, boy. sorry. You know what I'm saying? But then, like, some people embrace the word ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People glorify being ghetto. You know, a lot of the rappers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? That's part of, you know, who yeah. they are, and they embrace it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the ghetto made them money you know what i'm saying because you know so many people want to identify with being ghetto especially like the white kids and stuff like that so i mean you can talk about eminem like i mean being from detroit he was in a poor area right so like he was in the ghetto and he embraced his trailer park right he embraced the trailer park can i say something the reason only reason why i think that it bothers me because i think that just people in general including myself us as a humanity we do not take enough time to think about the words that we say we don't take enough time to research the words that we say and so sometimes words adapt a new meaning just in society but the word still intentionally means what it means and i think that we should all spend a little bit more time researching the words that we choose to come out of our mouth before we choose to use them and i think if people did that we really would have a little bit of a difference of uh perspective because you're thinking about it like oh this means that do i really mean that no i don't mean that so let me choose a different word like right that's fine and yeah most definitely do like research on our words but like how many of us really care i don't that's the whole point is that people are careless with the words that we choose but but we should be more careful about what we're saying about into each other in like my they, opinion, but like you were saying earlier, like things evolve. So it's yeah. like yeah, they even do. the word retarded is like it means to slow. But now because people use it for people who have either disabilities or whatever, because the retardation it's, it's is retardation. Actual thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it, but it means slow. So it's a, it's a okay word if you're using it like oh I'm kind of moving retarded say, today. It, well, retarded came from the term mental retardation, which means your your brain is growing slower. You're having yeah. a slower. It's a learning disability. Yeah. So that came from mental retardation. So that's how we got retard. But that's why it comes offensive because people yeah. who are mentally retarded are disabled right and it's not cool to make fun or, they, of people or who are the disabled. word faggot oh yeah, or oh, yeah but I, I was just about to say now the words that you know but that's gay. N- n- now some words we have withdrew from using you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we don't like i used to say faggot all the time and yeah. i'm not it was a middle school and, thing like yeah in europe a faggot or, or a fag end is like this, this is the catching the end of the yeah cigarette. Yeah. But also like you catch the end of the story, the story, and it's like oh you ear hustling, or you'd be like oh what happened? Like oh you catch the fag ends of the story and mm. you want to come in. That used to be a term in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. But now it's no longer a term. Yeah. Right. And like I, I don't use that word anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I realize yeah, I now that is uh, offensive, and so I don't use that anymore. Right. But I don't think ghetto would be one of the words I would stop using. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think nigga is one of the words I would stop using. You know, I don't think us as black people are offended by it. You know, mm-hmm. and if it is, it's a you know a small portion of us that right. are offended by the word. Yeah. It's, I'm not offended by it. It's a little. Well, you the, the, the showing the hell not, you act like, like you. No, like, no, no, no. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not really. I only might act like I'm offensive just because I don't want people to get too comfortable. I'm really not offended by the term nigga, especially if somebody says it to me in a specific way that's meant to hurt my feelings. Right. It specifically yeah. will not hurt my feelings because I'm going to look at you like, wow, you want to piss me off that much? You said nigga. Ooh, like you know, it's not going to bother me, and I'm. It's more so going to take my power back from that person who's trying to piss me off. By me not responding. For whatever reason, if somebody literally told me, nigga, I'm not going to want to slap So I think that's why the word has evolved. I think that's what black people ended up doing. You know what I'm saying? They took the word back from the white people. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's why it's not as powerful 
or offensive as it used to be. You remember la- our last episode, though, with your son? Yeah. Yeah, so that, those t- type and, of things okay, still so, happen as well. And, and that's why, like, I was upset because, you know, that word no longer means what it means. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So to jeopardize your future because of a fucking word that's why i was really yeah, you giving up your power over yeah. a word you should never even let anybody yeah. get you that mad over some word you being mixed race if you had to choose a side the government like said hey it, we we scratching out mixed races i'd be, be black and why because i've always been black and society has never accepted me as anything else but that like as a whole even though i know i say all these things that i've said before but as a whole when i gave birth to my children a lot of times they click the box for you. And I remember I got into it with the nurse over this because mm. she put African-American. And I said, what makes you think I'm African-American? Because you didn't even ask me what race I was. I was going to say, you're already judged. Like, nobody anywhere would say, oh, yeah, you're white. Even though, technically, when my ancestry came through, I was 60% right. white. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I'm proud of who I am, whether I'm white or black, any, I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm proud of who I am. But you can't go in there and say that even though if there was one to fit into a box maybe that one would be more accurate but nobody would ever check that based off the way that i don't look have a mixed race and then you i mean i they guess have it, other. It gets, they have other yeah i yeah i guess that would be the only i'm option. a bahamian american i'm actually not african-american yeah. i'm bahamian who's been who has been a naturalized citizen in, in america i'm a bahamian american if nothing else but that mm-hmm. and we talked about like i think african-american the term should really go because there are black people who are not who African. are not African, and they're calling yeah. them. I mean, just even the black term is just like, how do we just call people what their race is? Where are you from? You Nigerian? Okay, you Nigerian. You from here? You from that? It's like yeah. you're not black because we don't. We call the Hispanics brown. Do we call the Asians yellow? Like, right. No, yeah. we don't. So why are we calling well, the brown people black and then the white H- people? Well, black? Latinos are white. I'm a non-Hispanic white. That's crazy. Which is weird that they lump. Why? Why are they separate? I don't know. I don't really understand that. Because it maybe because of the, like the European thing with Spain and everything mm-hmm. like that. Spain right. went over and conquered a lot of places, right. and that mixed in a lot of different. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Well, Bree, I think we already know your answer. You, you if you could choose your genes, <laughs> you would obviously stay <laughs> stay what you are. What was the stat I heard? It was by twenty thirty. It's like fifty to sixty percent of the the world would be mixed race anyway already. I mean, we're already getting there. So like, it's like the South Park episode, where it's like everybody's just gray. I'm the grandma. So how about you? What would you choose? What would I choose? If it was present day, I'd have. I mean, that's what I know already. So it's like, would I want to be mixed? You don't want to be think, black? Come on, come I, on. I would honestly. Sad. It'd be. Interesting. I'd want to know. <laughs> he it, says he wants to be black. I want to die. No, I'm not going to say Your penis I want to might be, be bigger if you go black. <laughs> hey, there are benefits. There what, are benefits. What, when have you seen my dick, Brie? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying it might be bigger. Y'all is crazy, bro. It could be smaller, too. High school locker room or something? Never mind. No. Uh, no, I don't, I don't, I can't definitively say that I'd want to be black because obviously black people still face a lot of bullshit. And now. you're and identifying so, that. I like that. Yeah, so, so you I don't, mean, you're not choosing to sign up for that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> signing up for that. No. Why would I want to be, I want to be mixed because then I'd get a little more rhythm. Hey. I'm not commenting on my dick size. I'm, I'm super happy with my dick size. I'm just fine with it. Oh, my mom's like, Gee, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, she was the first one. Well, the doctor probably. She's the first one to know your problem. Uh, yeah, I guess the doctor would know, but yeah. No, but yeah, it's <laughs> mixed. I think mixed race would be cool. But then that's the problem is that I think a that. lot of mixed. Well, I, you can't pick anything anyway. But I'm curious because like, you say, well, would you rather be mixed or would you rather be one side or the other? I would rather be mixed if I could. Well, you if are. I had to pick one yeah, side, choose, yeah. then I would pick black because being mixed is already a black experience already. It's just a little different. But, yeah. you know, it's already a black experience. So yep. then what's the benefit of being mixed? The benefit of being mixed is that I get to make the white people comfortable enough for me to be able to be on both sides just a little bit. Just a little bit. And that's just real. I think white people are more comfortable with mixed races than they necessarily. But so are black people, because too. Because they can kind of identify. Black people are, too, because we have um, colorism and TV and things like that. So right. so predominant when we were growing up, especially in the 90s. Yeah. All the shows have, you know, the light skin. Yeah. Classic light skinned girlfriend, wife, or whatever that right, ends up being the one. But you're not going to get the African dark black because it's. I mean, it, it, it's it's really it's messed up. To get it's there. really messed up. But we're seeing a lot more people um, being shown beautiful, beautiful black brown women being shown on TV more. So there's like yeah, like Lupita beautiful. is a yeah. skin like yeah. When people have that really black, beautiful skin, it's like mm-hmm. this is gold. Like there's. Mm-hmm. 
I, w- I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I would trade my, if I, if I could be like black, I would want to be like one of those porcelain, black, beautiful, yeah. like high cheekbones, like yeah. really beautiful slanted eyes, big, beautiful lips and their noses be off. They're really, really pretty. Right. Those if, women. if you're mixed race and you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below if what you feel like you want to be either black or more white. Or what would you or rather would you be? Just be yourself? Or I think a lot of us would just be ourselves. What, what hair would you want? Would you want white hair? I think hair, I know that answer. I like my hair. Or would you want the... I love my hair. I wish they grew maybe a little bit faster, but honestly, I like my hair because I can be versatile with it. I can literally do any style that I goes say, with I think any outfit. A lot of white women who would love to have the Oh my gosh, yeah. All the white ladies always want to touch my hair. I think the white and black would prefer to have her texture. Yeah. All yeah. right, so there's the perks of being mixed. One, one perk of being mixed, really good hair. Second is it, perk. Is it good hair or what is it? What would you? It's great hair. Um, not saying that other hairs are not great. I'm real, just speaking real quick, for myself. Real to the white people who don't know what natural hair, like what the difficulties of it. Okay. Because no, your hair is not, it's natural, but it's not like full black hair, which is what? Well, black people have hair like this, too, because you have, like, no, Malaysians and things like that yeah. from all over the world who just, you have Africans, people who are from um, Somalia and Is it just, it's more like difficult that. to work with? Well, there's just different textures of, of black hair. So okay. you have, like, there's different places in Africa that have really, really, really tight, thick, textured hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it gets short. It's like those little balls or beady beads is what we yeah. call it. Mm. Um, they have that. And then you have people who have like straight hair. Cause you think about the Aboriginal people from Australia who have straight hair and mm. black, black, black skin. And then you have people who are like, like I said, from like Somalia and Eritrea who yeah. have hair like me, who are like his color. Mm-hmm. And it's all different. So, like, black hair is not just one genre. Right. Even though we think of it as that. Like, black hair is just super kinky, unmanageable hair. When it's like, no, actually, it's not that. There's a mix. There's There's so There's every single texture and every single color of hair in black hair that you could even... There's a whole tribe of people um, that have blonde hair. Mm. Like mine. Super blonde. And light eyes. But, like, his color. Gotcha. That's cool. All right. Mm, They exist. Hit Hit up these more... What are the benefits? The benefits. So the first benefit is that I'm able to utilize, and and this is something that people will probably have some of how she's utilizing her looks. I mean, you got to use what you got, okay? So it allows me to utilize my resources of how I look to go into any setting because I have the personality to, to go into any setting and flourish, any setting. Like I can literally take it and run with it. I can be and get hired at a white job and be great at what I do over there. I can get hired at a black job and you be great what I do there. I don't feel like anybody will be uncomfortable with my presence mm-hmm. just based off of the way I look. And that that sounds so superficial hearing it come out of my mouth, but it's just realistic because people say there's a thing as pretty privilege or light skin privilege or whatever. And I guess if there was such a thing, that would be things that fall into that category because I have like more of a white name, but I talk black, so you don't know if I come in for an interview if I'm black or white. Where do you feel like you fit in the most right now? Like, if you had to go, like, who, I, what are your most of your friends? I don't fit in with white people that much because I just, like, I never went to, like, a white Christmas or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I do white people's nails at events, and they all want to yeah. come talk to me, and they think I'm so cool, but we're not going to sit up on the phone and, and, like, go and have lunch and things like that. Right. It's hard for me to have, like, a real, genuine, long-term connection with white friends. But, hey, I'm, I'm taking applications for some new white <laughs> friends. I'm, I'm down. Rent a white but, friend. Uh, Rent a white. But because I never experienced that, and I just met my, my white dad, like, yeah. a few months ago, right. I'm literally just accepting, like, oh, yeah, I forgot I was actually white because I've never experienced the white experience ever in my life right until a few months ago oh that was it reminded me because I, I wish i said this earlier but i was supposed to ask you who's your daddy and what does he do <laughs> i totally missed that one so i'm gonna throw on the podcast now where it doesn't make sense at all but my dad was a rock star back in the day my mom and my dad had a little weekend fling whatever she didn't even know his name she went through his stuff in the bathroom drawer when she went to the bathroom and just saw some paperwork with his name and never forgot it. And when I was 17, she told me, and then you see, I went on the Steve Harvey show and that went viral and he helped me find my dad and went on the show again. And um, I got an ancestry.com contest. I linked with a cousin who was on my wife's side who ended up being my dad's nephew. And that's how I confirmed um, who it was. But also my friend randomly found my dad on Instagram, Instagram. 
That's crazy. Steve Harvey doing work. <laughs> Steve Harvey worked, man. It worked. It actually worked. Like, not to get too personal, but it caused me a lot of specific... I have serious rejection issues, like, mm. as an adult, like, seriously, because I yeah. always feel like I just can't deal with rejection. So I won't put myself mm. out there if I feel in any yeah. way that I'll possibly get rejected. Mm. So that's why when that, you see me do things, I'm confident, yeah. because I'm confident because I know it's cool. Yeah. If, if I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to be confident. I'm not going to I'm not gonna do it. I'm too afraid of rejection. The white man screwed you again. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't screwed me yet. I've never been with a white guy, actually. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Well, since we're talking about yeah, it, yeah, there we go. Uh, no, no, you've never been a white man. Okay, white so men you, don't like me. So, do you like white men? I don't know. I I, I hear some. I don't. I only like people that like me. This might sound weird, but I'm a type of person that I don't just have crushes on people. Like, it's so many options out here in the world. Mm -hmm. Why should I like you? The only one is reciprocated. Yeah, because I'm afraid of rejection. So yeah. I'm not going to like a person that's not showing me interest. And then people grow on me over time. I might not even like you at the beginning. And then a year later, I'll just look over and be like, I really want to date you. So you need and to be somebody up front with you. That's what you need. Yeah, to I need to. I'm, I'm a person that I get to know people over time. I'd rather be yeah. your friend and mm -hmm. get to know who you are because I don't like people for what's superficial. You might be cute and have a job, but what kind of person are you? How do you talk yeah. to your mom? You know, like, right. are you on time? Are you reliable? Those are the things that make me like a person. Does yeah. your breath stink? <laughs> are you, do you think, <laughs> uh, what do you, where do you think a lot of mixed people, and mixed people chime in on the comments if you're watching on YouTube, where, where do you think they line up with they identify as black because like you said like once you're black you don't go back kind of thing but when you, you uh <laughs> it's with you the whole time you can't escape it like i can't i have i can't claim any ounce of, of blackness in, in my body think about um uh what was the name of that uh the son of a slave i can so don't don't get mad at me i cannot remember his name was it frederick Douglass? uh-huh yeah he's maybe. he's half is he but he's considered black think mm. about obama People have to understand Obama is mixed race. He's mixed but race. I, and I've also, heard so many black people say he ain't black. Yeah, people say that now because they mad. But when he was in yeah. office, it was like, oh, we got a black guy. Right. But yeah. also understanding that everybody that's a president, they have to be in a certain bloodline and you have to be related. So we would have never had a black president if he wasn't mixed. It would not have been possible. He's mixed. We don't identify him as being, we have our first mixed race president. You right. never hear that. Yeah. You hear our ha we have our first black president. Right. But he's just as much white and was raised by white people in, an, in a community of white people mm -hmm. where he had a lot of money. Money and opportunities that the other white people around him had but we are going around saying that we have our first black president so technically once you're black yeah. you only need a drop and society is going to claim you black for yourself you don't have a choice right yeah it's interesting if you do something right i bet you they highlight the white side right you, right if you do something wrong they're gonna say oh he's black you know, yeah, no really yeah no really that's true that's true so coming from the rock star dad you got into music not knowing it you just happened to be in it before, before you guys met yeah being mixed race, do you think that helps you or hinders uh, reaching and identifying or having people identify with you in your music? Okay, so I think that being mixed race does help me in music because it allows me to... Comfortability is everything. Like, let's talk real. If you want to make money, you have to be able to make people comfortable. If mm -hmm. people feel uncomfortable, they're closed off. They're yeah. more open when right. they're comfortable. So yeah. making people more comfortable, like, just because... That's my dad, and these are all my dad's white friends. I could be the only black person in the room, and they're going to be so cool with me just mm -hmm. because that's my dad. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's cool. You have that connection. I have that connection now to, to walk into a room full of white people and not feel intimidated, especially when my dad's there, because it's like, they're all like, oh, my gosh, she's so cool. I just want to see, touch her hair or whatever. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> don't do that. They please. do it. All please my dad's friends touch it. my hair. I don't know what that's about. Your style of music is very island. It's urban -y. It's definitely it's urban, but it's more island feel to it, too. Well, yeah, but I just had this conversation with my manager. Technically, it's urban. It's in the urban category. Interesting. Technically. Yeah. But one thing, another thing about being mixed that, that benefits me as a nail technician, I have clients who are super, super, super conservative, Trump supporters, 85 years old, lived in their house for all these years, low-key racist, but not doesn't really want to be racist, but just racist based off of... You know, their raised. experience. Yep. Yes. Yep. And so being able to just me being a little bit lighter makes mm. her feel a little bit more comfortable to understand black people. Because when I'm talking to her about things, just like we might have uncomfortable conversations, sometimes I might need to go there with her. But I'm also very, very specific. Like I'm very 
calm and I'm like, I'm very careful about the words that I choose. But if it wasn't for me talking to her about things like that, she would only know black people off of TV. Exactly. And that's the 100 percent exactly what this podcast is about is exploring the racism that we are so subtly and not so subtly taught in school or just growing up in media. And that's what we I'm trying to dispel all that stuff. And it's like you got to just talk, talk to somebody, talk to somebody, make yeah. friends with somebody who's of another yeah. race. But it does make white people more comfortable to be with somebody that they can more closely identify with. And that being mixed race. Oh, OK. Like you probably understand what I'm going through a little bit. In reality, you probably don't because your, your black side is still there, too. So you still have to face those issues and struggles. I'm, I'm learning to slowly um, identify with the white experience as well, too, because sometimes I do find myself defending white people. I'm like, wait, but, you know, it's not fair that white people can't tell you that you're not on your shit without being called a Karen or, or a Kevin yeah. and, you know, like that. Like, sometimes, because I am mixed, I tell my black people that, too. I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes, did you ever think about, like, how it might be for them, too, sometimes? And it's That's- like, no, because they this. And it's like, yeah, in the past, but this person specifically... Yeah. You I know. did not own slaves. Why am I? Why am I? A lot of people, white people are, are really kind of up in arms. But it's like, what? Like, why am I being penalized all the time? Because you're still because you're still benefiting off of the things that happened when your parents had the slaves. So Correct. that's why yeah. they're still like, mad. I, have, I because grew up in a middle been, class family. I had. I didn't maybe have not any you issues. specifically. No, you but, can talk about me. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like I had that. I I grew up with privilege. I still have privilege because of I was already ahead of you guys. Facts. You guys started here. Yeah. And I was already here. Mm-hmm. So like. Totally, hundred percent. But there are there's a point where people, white people, will go like, "Yes, granted, but like, come on, like, let's." I think let's, if there's a direct, the playing field a I think bit. if there's a direct lineage, if I can go back in and follow your lineage mm-hmm. up four four different generations until I find the person in your family that owned slaves, and I check all of his slaves that he owned and all the companies that he mm-hmm. owned, and I go back to my family and I can find a direct lineage from my family that your great grandfather. That your grand grandfather literally made all of the things that you have today off of my great grandfather working for him for free, then I do have a direct reason to be mad at you, not you as a person. Mm-hmm. But you're still benefiting off of something that was stolen from me. Yeah. But I, you know I what I'm saying? saying? Even though yeah. I wasn't there when it happened, yeah. you weren't there either. But you're benefiting off of something that you were not there for. Right. But I guess it's how. That's how do why. You, how do you? Well, one, how do you hold me accountable? And two, we can't hold you accountable. Exactly. We just want you to identify that it's a thing. And that's the thing. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, okay, that, that's, so some you just people need to have, identify. So then, like, okay, so he identifies it. Now yeah. what? Yeah. Well, I don't think that you're necessarily the problem. I'm not. And I'm, that's what I'm trying well, to. There are people who are. There part. are people that still, you know, are part of that problem because, you know, for one, they haven't identified their privilege. But people and are not going to go and give up a percentage of their money and be like, all right, well, since this came from slaves 1,400 years ago, 400 years ago, I'm going to give you 25% of my money. Well, that's, that's a not great happen. question to segue to the next thing. So uh, reparations, is that what it's called, right? Yeah. So let's say reparations happens. The government's like, okay, we're going to either give checks, give money, whatever the, it ends up being. How much, who, where does the line get drawn? How much lenience do you have to have or how much melanin do you have in your skin? Like where, how much, how black do you need to be to get it? And that gets, this is a really complicated situation. So if we can't answer it, we're not going to solve it right here. But that's why it's not going to get solved. Tell your opinion. Exactly. That's why it's not going to get solved. I think. So is that why we don't get it? Because. I think it's deserved. The government would have to give that. The government would have to give that because unfortunately you are not in a place now where we can go back and take it directly from the people who originally directly did it because now it's Mm -hmm. gone through so many companies, it's gone through so many people, it's gone through so much different things. It's almost untrackable. I don't even want the money. I just want my 40 acres. I don't want the money either. I honestly well, can I do less. I can what do fine without it. What was the Manhattan Beach? Was that, was there a fam- black family? Yeah, was that it? They, they took black the family? beach from them and they, took, they, and they, they were giving it back They were giving it back. How do you do that at this point? I don't know. But thing and is, it's like, if they're going to give you land, it. it's going to be somewhere you might not want to be. But. but it's it's you proving it. Because I guarantee when white people have things taken from them, they figure out how to go figure out how to prove it that's a, right. that it's theirs to get it back. Yeah. So in California, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If you can prove that you have lineage, then um, they supposed to give you reparations. And you can prove you have a lineage. You can do a whole family tree. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying you can't com. prove it. I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is, is there like, you get this much... Well, what did the other people get? What did the Indians get? What did the what did the Native Americans get? What did the Asians get? What did mm-hmm. what did these other all these other cultures yeah, get? Why true. did I don't have yeah. a problem with them saying we're not going to do it? Well, then don't do it for anybody. Uh-huh. Don't just pick and choose who yeah. you want to do it for. That's interesting. That's not fair. That's interesting. Yeah, that is true because you obviously have 
the Chinese who came and built the railroads in California, all that stuff. I'm surprised we don't hear about that more. If they if they literally did want everybody to shut up, I'm not saying you ain't got to give me a dollar. But if they wanted people to shut up, they would figure out a way to do something for the black community mm. for us to feel better about the things that we're taking from our ancestors. But would it end it right there? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think anything will ever just yeah, end, but you can do something to make it better. Just shut up. I don't think so. Right. No. Yeah. Anyway, ask I for some want, more money. I do want my 40 acres. <laughs> I, and a mule. I'll take yeah. an acre. I'll take one acre. Yeah. I, I, Just give me e one. Even if... Give me two. <laughs> give me two. No, but there's so much land. land. There's yeah. so much uninhabited yeah. land in the world, in mm -hmm. America, where, you know, you fly. There's like one little small speck of city, and then there's like nothing. Yeah. No facts. And then nothing. You guys could give some of that land to some black people. Even if you yeah. just gave away one acre per person, there would still be so much land. Yeah. So there's a lot of like small, this is a little off topic now. There's a lot of small little cities like little Ethiopia, little whatever. Would the black community want a black only or not like you aren't restricting people, but you know, like natives got like they have their native land. They have The problem own. is black is not an actual nationality right. or a race. Yeah. So with that being said, there's kind of hard to pinpoint a black community in one when black could be African, black right. could be anywhere Jamaican, from the islands. Anything. Yeah, that could be people from America. That could be just dark Native Americans that people think are black. There's so many different yeah. type of black people. So when you do something like that, what is it going to be? Black island? It's going to be the, the next the question. Many where black? mixed races? fit into that so it's like that thing is there kind of, at this point we're almost all all kind of mixed it's because anyway. we put that whole black thing on yeah. it, it makes it so complicated if we yeah. were just calling people where they were from yeah and not calling them black then we wouldn't really even have kind of a thing like that like okay should there be a little somalia yeah there is one yeah should there true. be a little so ethiopia yeah there is one the location the culture yeah that's yeah true. for sure so if, if you're going to specifically speak about should there be a little african america that's different It'd be interesting that would be yeah. different because then I guess technically that's the ghetto. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mic drop. Going right no, back <laughs> to our the top of the conversation. What What are some of the struggles being mixed? Like what What do you face, and what do you think other people who are mixed race? What's What's some of the most prevalent struggles? Um, like we we talked about being in a group, but also feeling out of place is something. Mm -hmm. um, the The stereotype that I think that I'm better than people. People treat me as if I'm like I'm stuck up or something or like I think like I'm better than them when really I don't think I'm better than anyone. Is that because you're acting in a certain way or talking a certain way? No, or is it's, it it's honestly I think because of society. Like, or is it just looking at your skin tone? I don't know because being on TV, I have read thousands and thousands of comments about how people yeah. perceive me on camera. So I'm going off of that experience. So right. I've seen people literally watch the show and say, oh, you want to be white so bad. And it's like, that's what you got from that. But the, every person that said that, confident. every person that says something negative, unfortunately, and I don't, this is just a fact. Every person that says something negative about me wanting to be black or, oh, you just want to do that. You want to be white so bad and blah, blah, blah. They were all dark skinned people. Mm. Every person. Do you think where you get more negativities coming from the black community versus the white community on black people mixed? can spew out their negativity more than white people can even though white people get away with more at the end of the day black people are more open to just be like they're more upfront about it yeah because white people can't because you can't just be upfront racist, racist online yeah, yeah you can't do that so white black people can't be black people can be racist against another black person and nobody's going to say nothing so you could say mixed people are probably getting the most racist comments or racism directed their way I can't say that. You can't say that because you're because you I don't know enough information to make a like to make a proper answer to that. Okay, like I would feel like I'm just saying anything. That, that's fair. I mean, just in my head, I'm thinking like you are because you get it from both sides. I do get it from both sides, but at the same time, it's it's a it's a it's still balanced because even though I experience a lot of like, hey, what are you doing in my neighborhood? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Right. I still experience a lot of hey. What's going on today type of, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's it's a balance. I experienced yeah. that from both sides. I experienced okay. not being black enough, not being white enough, but I also experienced being able to be on both sides. What are the top three benefits of being mixed? Okay, so the top three benefits are, one, my skin tone goes really well with a lot of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Two, my hair is very versatile. I can wear straight hair. I can wear curly hair. And this girl has so many different hairstyles. Oh, my goodness. My hairstyles make me feel like I'm doing something with my life. And this, I don't want to come across and be like arrogant or like, I just love myself. These are just a little bit of the pros. You're confident. You can be confident. Yeah, I'm Confidence confident. is beautiful. So I feel like I can 
go further in my career because I have the space to make more people acceptant of what I have to say. That's a great point because I feel like being white, it may be a little harder for me to get the black community behind me because mm-hmm. it's that immediate like, oh, like he's not going to benefit. He doesn't understand me. And like Bree maybe being the same way where it's like your personality is great. So a lot of white people do uh, navigate towards you. But <laughs> immediately there's a lot of people who are like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to fuck with that. But then you, it's like mixed race. It's like, oh, I don't know what you are, but you're you're exotic to everybody. So it's, yeah, but also it's how could I listen to this girl tell me anything about being black? But then it's like, oh, well, you're white too, so I can listen to you a little bit. Mm. It allows me to get that one in that they normally right. would have been a little bit closed off. Yeah, you know, to just understand perspective. It's easier for me to tell a white person right. about the black experience being mixed with white. Right. Than if I was just a black person. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. That's cool. I like that. My real advice to white people would be get to know a black person. Get a black friend. Get a black it, friend. It, and, and vice versa to but my black people. Mean you're not get a white friend. It doesn't mean that you're true. not racist. Just because you have one black friend doesn't mean you're Try racist. something new. You know right. what I'm saying? If you're interested in being a better person, some people just don't give up. So if you don't care, then That's more power true. to you. That's but if true. you want to be a better person and you want to understand people and, you know, and get to know what the perspective is of what we all collectively go through in different ways. You know, I think it's a good idea to get a black friend. Go up on meetup.com or some find a group. You know what? Go to a black barbershop and get a new hairstyle. Somebody might be doing that later. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. That was an awesome podcast. And thank you for Major for coming in and, and helping us and explain so some mixed race and uh, biracial issues. If you're mixed race, we definitely want to hear from you in the comments. Uh, subscribe, like, let's get some more people liking this and joining our conversation. Uh, this is uh, Differences Black and White Podcast. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.